We are back for another episode of Tipsy Chronicles. Bonnie, what the fuck is up? So many things. So excited to be here. Oh, I'm glad you are here once again. Me too. I'm also glad that Roderick McDaniel is here. Ah, what up? How are you? I'm doing it, man. First of all, that intro beat, that is the most trapperific beat I've ever heard. It feels like if my accountants start making trap music, <laughs> he's about to tell me, you cheated on your taxes. And I'd be like, that better be the beat playing. <laughs> We going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but I think from now on, I'm going to think of it that way. That's what I want. <laughs> it's the song I want y'all to play when they announce I'm going to prison. <laughs> I'll have it queued up. The, the Tipsy Chronicles beat. What happened? <laughs> Did not pay my taxes. Oh, I'm Wesley Snipe this. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm going to be in tears this afternoon. <laughs> so how are you, man? Everything good? I'm great now. Yeah? Yeah, now. Yeah, I'd be actively trying to die. I'm old and black, so. Yeah, you had a you had a quite a a week. Yeah, it's been it was man. I I got knocked down, so I'm at the point now where I've slept, I've rested, feel good now. Good man, good. Well, we are we are super happy that you are here and you're well rested. Oh yeah. Um, so everyone knows you do comedy. Yes, you do it well. I don't know about that part. I do. I, do I get well. to go out on the road and do it. Oh. You do it well. I've known yeah. you for 15 years, Roderick. You do comedy okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> like, that's what my mom says. It's okay. You're not the greatest. Yeah, because she has to hear the things that come out of her child's mouth. Yeah, but she, she laughs, and that's what I think bothers her. She's <laughs> laughed at some of that stuff. She's like, I'm ashamed of this. I love Jesus. Me too. That's why I wrote a joke about his dad. <laughs> <laughs> out of love. <laughs> Just say. So, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, this would be year 21. Wow. Yeah, this year 21, so it'll be 22 years uh, next May. Wow. That's a good run. It has been, man. That's great. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of people that I've started with that don't do this anymore. So, to get up and realize, huh, 22 years and nobody still knows who I am, that's no, stop glancing at me when you're talking about people not doing comedy anymore. I was not going to say two <laughs> words about that. I was going to let you live. Would you like to uh, let the listeners know where they can find you? Uh, mostly under that bridge at 6th and 7th. downtown. <laughs> no, I've been in that parking lot killing. I'll be, I'll be doing show. I shouldn't say killing. I found two dead bodies there this summer. I told you about that. I came out of the show at the Creek yeah, in the Cave. Yeah. And there was, I was like, I thought the person was in their vehicle taking a nap. And then I realized, hmm, there's yellow tape on that car, and there's several police officers. So I wasn't killing. I was doing jokes for the homeless people there, but I crushed. It was a great set. Uh, they mostly find me on Instagram at, at Coach Silky, where I talk about the dead bodies I found during the summer. That's what I do. Well, we'll tag you as well. But for those that don't have uh, an Instagram, do you, um, you're on YouTube a little bit as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm YouTube, uh, Facebook. That's where I find my older white fans. They love Facebook. Nice. Yeah, they can find me on there. Just look for my name. There's two of me, though, on there. There's one page. It's, like, supposed to be my comedy page that I never post to. And then there's my personal one where all the good info is and all my bad jokes. But I haven't learned to use Facebook myself. So <laughs> <laughs> I am the old white people they talk about on Facebook. I haven't used uh, Facebook for Tipsy Chronicles yet, but... I, I think that it's good for something. It is, dude. Mostly I turned off all the politics, so it's fun yeah. to me. I, I love it now, but 
uh, I went to Instagram because I wanted to see what people were eating in their ugly babies. And I thought Instagram's amazing. Then the algorithm changed, and now it's half-naked girls bouncing. All the time. And what they're eating in their ugly babies. And I said, but this is where I want to be because I eat two of these three things. (laughs) 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 I'm not on Epstein Island, so the babies are safe. (laughs) Not from being eaten, just from being molested. Yeah, I got to clear that up. Yeah, (laughs) tell you right now, because some people will be like, he's messing with babies. No, fool. (laughs) Forget some of y'all don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. So through your career of comedy, yes, this is where your story is going to come into play. Uh, yeah, first story. Okay, is is one of the reasons that I'm in comedy. Okay, and it happened when I was a young man in the military. I'm gonna say probably about 19 years old. I was in San Diego, and uh, I was in my garden tool stage in life. <laughs> All right. Not gonna name the garden tool. You gotta be clever to figure that one out. But I was in my garden tool stage in life, and I was in this club. I can't even remember the name of the club, but I was out with my boys, and I met this young lady. She looked good, and I was trying to, you know, I'm trying to pull my moves back then, because you know, I, I had moves. I had game back then, so I was like, you know, baby, it could be you and me, blah blah blah. And she was not biting. She was just kind of. Everybody be saying that, but it's time to show and prove. And I'm like, baby, I'm trying to show. I'm trying to prove what you're doing, what you want to do. And she is not budging. I'm just like, man, this is, I got to take her out to eat. I'm going to have to put some waffles in her. Because, look, I don't care what this young man, if you quit sending these girls texts at 2 o'clock in the morning talking about you up, ask her, are you hungry? She will be responsive. I'm telling y'all now. So this was where I learned that. And I was like. Man, I'm about to take this girl like Waffle House or IHOP. I'm gonna put some some carbs in her, and then we gonna get busy. And I that was my plan. And then what happens is we're sitting there, and I'm talking to her. And we're on the dance floor, and we're dancing. I'm trying to show her my moves, and we hear pop, 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 nine millimeter going off in the club. And uh, I'm ashamed of this, but I remember pushing off of her like I was in a track race. <laughs> like my hand went up on her like shoulder and I was like, Ugh. like I made a move. Like you could see a, a sweet little pivot. If it played in slow motion, it was something out of the matrix. It did not look good. <laughs> I was out of the club before anybody else. Like I wasn't even, I was on the dance floor. I was still first one out the door. And so I was at the car waiting for my boys to come out, okay? <laughs> and I was like, man, I sure hope they make it out of there. Like, I'm chilling. <laughs> I ain't grabbed nobody. I didn't grab her. Uh, I'm just like, man, I just hope my boys don't get shot. They got the keys. I don't want to have to go in there and dig over their dead body to drive this car home. And so uh, I'm sitting there chilling, waiting. She gets out eventually. She searched that parking lot for me. And she is in angry black woman mode. <laughs> and she is looking at me and she is like, you ain't about shit. You left me up in there. I thought you was trying to be my man. And I was like, ma'am, let's be real. You had that whole time to commit to me while we were in that club. And you did not. Now, what am I going to look like saving you and getting shot? 
so you can sleep with one of my boys. Let that dude get you out. I'm only going to get you out if you commit it to me. And I knew then, well, it's over for me with these ladies. I better get into comedy. <laughs> it, was, it was a wrap, dude, because I found out something about myself. I'm, I'm not a gangster. When the bullets start, I was like, mm-mm, this is not for me. But I kept telling this story, and my boys were like, bro, that's funny. And I was like, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a tell it one day on stage so it, I don't sound like a wuss. No, it's great. <laughs> so I'll ask you, because you, you said you're, you're a little ashamed that you, you pushed off of her. If it was today, would you still have pushed off? Oh, uh I don't mean to put you on the spot like that, but yeah, probably, just, man. Yeah, you know, and that's I would have had to because I'm 52 now. My my uh, my left knee don't work. I would have got a bigger. Like, let me use her again for a push block. Yeah, many many years ago, Roderick and I went to Lakeline, uh, the Alamo Draft House at Lakeline, and as we were walking in, there were bullets, loose bullets, on the ground mm-hmm. outside of the Alamo. And this man looked me dead in my face and said, I'm sitting next to the aisle. And I knew in that moment that if something were to happen, I just had to be faster than Roderick. And that in itself was going to be a challenge. But as long as I'm faster than Roderick, we're both getting out. So, yeah. And I am not opposed to digging over his, digging through his clothes after he's dead to get the keys. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you, knew, you knew what the game was. I think I even told you where the keys were. Right pocket. <laughs> Get the keys and run. <laughs> Tell my mama I went out a hero. Lie. <laughs> weird. But we did. I was like, hey, somebody <laughs> dropped bullets for a reason. And I don't know what. We may have been going. Like, I think that was when we went to see either Call Me By Your Name. We went and watched something really, really gay. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. It, it was Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. We, and, uh, yeah. I was hoping, like. Nobody's going to shoot up a gay film. They only shoot up Batman. That was like the logical discussion that we had walking into the building is like, well, we're not going to go see a comic book movie. And we're really doubting that there's going to be some straight white dudes in here. That was I really, think we're okay. I, I think we're it. okay. And we both kind of just like had a moment of like, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're just going to sit right next to, to the that. aisle just in case. I doubt no motive. <laughs> Y'all have learned something about me today. man i get it but nope yeah i i really was thinking deeply about all those situations i was just sitting there like no i'll i'll see in fact i'll see front row because if it got real crazy we were just gonna go under the bar and Mm -hmm. go out we were like yeah we're not playing with this we had a battle plan we were not gonna miss that movie we saw the movie and we got (laughs) out alive but somebody had bullets in the theater damn well, someone was sending a message to someone else, I guess. Yeah. You said was it you said it was Alamo? Yeah. Maybe Alamo. maybe it was like AMC. Maybe some employees were like on Blix, my turf. Like, Flix Brew House is like, not today. Yeah. Not in my hood. Yeah, Flix was on some <laughs> other stuff. I was like, not today with me either. So on your first story, did uh did anyone get killed that you know of? I I don't know. I think that what happened was it was something was about to go down. From what we heard from people talking, somebody was saw the wrong people that walked in the club, and he thought, man, they're about to whoop my ass. And word is, he just pulled a gun out, fired it up into the ceiling, 
everybody goes into panic mode and he quietly snuck out <laughs> to keep from getting his ass whooped. Now I thought that's brilliant too, but yep. mm, no. Now I, mean, I do know one time when I was in the San Diego, San Diego had the worst clubs. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be great. But then like one time my boys wanted me to go and I was like, man, I'm tired. I can't go. All of a sudden I just got sleepy. So I stayed in that night and they were in the club and there was a shooting dude shot the girl. Left her on the, it stood over her body, like kept everybody on the floor until she died, and then he ran out. And I don't think they ever caught that fool. How do you not catch? Like he shot, like he said, everybody down on the floor, and pop, pop, he popped her. Then stood there till she took her last breath, and then nobody get up. I'll shoot again, and and I was like, you know what? This is not the time for y'all to be heroes. This is why we shit in y'all's beds. I just want y'all to know that. Yeah, bro, look. Ain't no sense of shitting in my bed. I'll be shitting in there. Somebody was shooting. <laughs> oh, you you shitting now? I've already shit, you slow poke. That's why I pushed off of you when I took that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I was that was weird. That's when I was like, man, maybe I don't need to be in these clubs no more. All right. Yeah. I did yeah. change up. In fact, that was what started. That may have been the year. That would have been uh, ninety. Two ninety three. I think I started dating white women a lot after that. I was just like, where did white girls be hanging out? I was in coffee shops after that, listening to Jewel. I wouldn't. <laughs> Have you been to a movie theater since your incident with Bonnie, since you made it out? Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. We've been like 50 times since then. Yeah. No, no. no, no bullets since then? Mm-mm. I wasn't paying attention. I was. I, I pay attention. Because Bonnie is going to be... Bonnie, let's be real about her. She, if some, if, if a dude could be over there fighting his girl and Bonnie is going to be like, oh no, he not going to be over there hurting her like that. And she going to run toward it. And I'm going to have to be over there going, yeah, officer, I saw her run toward it, but I didn't know what was going on. Somebody got to tell her mama she went out a hero and I chose that role. I'm not about to be a hero. I refuse. Good friend. Yeah. You're a good friend. I'm a good friend and I'm gonna give the the eulogy. It's good. It's really good. He's already kind of, <laughs> given he given he's given me some snippets so far. Yeah. Excellent. I'm gonna go to, it's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna do a hot tight five. <laughs> be, you did a tight five at your home girls' funeral? Yes, I did. It was amazing. He's gonna have to MC all of the other people coming in too, so there's gonna be time, you know, kind of interspaced in between. Yeah. I wouldn't mind <laughs> I'm not gonna be a hero. <laughs> I like it. Bonnie won't mind her business. That's very white lady of her. That's why. Speaking of mind of my business, I haven't heard the second story and we've been friends forever. Oh, you hadn't? No, I haven't oh, this heard happened it. recently. This is this year. Yeah, I haven't heard this one. So I'm pretty stoked, actually. Yeah. I feel like you told me a little bit of it. I think Which I told one? you about what happened, but I never told you how it went down. See, she's. Oh, she was tripping. Remember, she was talking about yeah, the headphones, microphone yeah. thing. She's like, "Well, I don't remember that, but yeah. you remembered." Th- no, see, yeah, you remember. I told geez. you this because it was the you. I remember you being shocked when I told you, and didn't have. A, you should come on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I had asked him. I was like, "Don't tell me anything else. I want to. I want to hear." Okay, the show. I thought I told you about this. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, jerks." <laughs> I'm just stating facts at yeah. the moment. But yeah, it was wild. It was wild. It, it may have ended me dating white women for a while. Oh no. Not long. It'll only be for the holidays. <laughs> I was like, it's I'll be month tops. <laughs> I'll be back, ladies. <laughs> now, what happened was we were at the, I don't even know if I should say the name of the bar. 
Don't say the name of the bar. <laughs> it was a comedy club. Okay. We'll say it was a comedy club in the Dallas area. Okay. They can figure that out. There's several. But I did a show and I closed out the show. And when I closed out the show, it was probably this year top five performance. It nice. may have been in the top two or three. It was that good of a show. Uh, everything went well. I'm downstairs. I'm shaking people's hands, pressing flesh, you know. Hey, what's your, uh, where's your album on Spotify? We're doing all that stuff at the door. This white lady comes up to me after the show, and she looks me dead in the face. She goes, you are one of the funniest MFers I've ever heard. I don't care who you're compared to. You are just absolutely amazing and funny. And I went, oh, thank you. And then she goes, I was going to say you one of the funniest niggas in the business, but I don't want to get canceled. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> bitch, I think you just did. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, hold up, rewind. Like when she said it, I could see the other comedians. And it was like, <laughs> I got to give props because this comedian is one of my favorite people. It's Kim Wadsworth out of Dallas. She was there at the club. And it was almost like when she said it, the scene from you ever be like watching a movie and a black guy walks in the country bar and the record goes, and that was every white person's face in earshot. They all were like, and their heads all turned and they were looking like, what did she say? And they, they like, Kim was like, hey, did she say what I think she said? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, what? Like she's, she's shocked. Uh, Scott Bedgood was there. It was a, it was a, a Kevin DeAnder was, it was a who's who of comedians in Dallas that I messed with at this show that came out to see me. And they were all just like, nobody thought they heard it, but everybody thought they heard it. And I was just, and then she just walked off like she didn't say it. And I was just sitting there like, I understand OJ. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. Like you don't, you don't want to kill a white lady, but sometimes they be playing too much. And then you're like, "Yep, I get it, OJ. I get it. If the if the glove fits, you got to choke a bitch, <laughs> whatever or whatever." Johnny Cochran said in court. <laughs> As a white woman, sometimes it is really fun just to go over there and poke danger and then run away. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Y'all really be doing the fun. weirdest stuff, like. Girl, he lives in a van. He could be a serial killer. Haven't you watched Snapped? Hey, first off, I didn't get into the van. <laughs> I just approached it and realized that it was a windowless white van. I never got in it. Let me tell you what happened. The truth is, she meets this guy in the bar, and then he says, you want to go back to my place? And she leaves the bar to go with a walk down the street to his place. And they pull up next to the van and she says, oh, this must be his vehicle. Where are we going? This is where we're going. This is my place. And I was like, Monty is hooked up with a homeless dude. He's, tell he's telling everyone at the bar this, by the way, because they can see me in standing at the Everyone from the bar is watching me walk over to a van, realize that this is where the man lives. And then I just hear a cacophony of laughter from this guy and about five other people as I had to walk back into the bar. I was like, girl, what's his house like? <laughs> was that his summer home? <laughs> what did you go? <laughs> I didn't get in the van. Oh. I know it I know that much at least. Did he open the van? He did. 
he opened the door for you. He was very much a gentleman. I was like, he did, yeah. He took him back to his place for <laughs> drinks. <laughs> <laughs> there a mini fridge in there. He had tiny candles. little bottles of wine. I'm not even kidding. He had the little center <laughs> I was like, this is some new age pimp stuff, boy. I don't know. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not having any more old friends on this show for a while. Y'all are talking too <laughs> no, much. This shit. is great. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, just saying she. Always, I'm not saying Bonnie's the reason I left bars, but she didn't help the situation. <laughs> like, what are we time. doing? What are we doing with your life? We we technically got three stories in one right there. Because <laughs> really? that's a bar story. Yeah, it it was. is. Damn it. It is. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't tell me that one. I'm surprised he hasn't popped off about the time I accidentally tried meth and he had to come and hold my hand for 12 See, hours. See, I told you meth pops up. See? It does. See? But, popped but, up but remember I told you it's something about Amarillo. That whole panhandle is like that they're just pioneer people on meth. That's what they are. But yeah. It's true. Oh. But it did happen and we were at the handlebar. I remember those. What were those grapefruit lagers? That Stiegel. Oh, Stiegel's grapefruit lagers. This fool drank 23 of them and was not buzzed. And I was like. Because she was on. She was on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, what happened? And, and then once again, another crazy white girl that we know is involved. And she said, you want a party? And I'm like, hell yeah, we going to have cake? And I was wrong. <laughs> that was like, I was more innocent at that time than I realized because I thought we were throwing a party. That was not what the party was. And I was like. I'm going to excuse myself and go to the domain to go get some cupcakes at that ATM <laughs> team. I'll party by myself. Mm-hmm. This fool stayed, and then it was like, oh, she got the party favors in this chop, 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 and then hit it, and then went, that's not that other stuff. That's not the Columbia. No, that is Trailer Park. <laughs> that's what that is. That is Allendale. <laughs> yeah, you are going to be awake for a few days, baby girl. Did uh, what did the guy in the van? What did he do for for a living? I don't remember. I know you you, you made the I crypto he, joke, and I I believe that I really do I believe that. Really wanted I, he did something, but I can't remember what he did. He worked in IT. He did remote IT tech support. That's what it was. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he was a cook. Oh, he could have been, but no, he was. God damn it! <laughs> he really was. Uh, I remember him saying like a tech job, and I was just like, hmm. This is what happens if it don't go right. You're living in a van off 6th Street. Did the one story have anything to do with the other story? These were separate occasions. Yeah. Okay. They really were. That was okay. so weird. They were all different times. Like, yeah, I don't think I've been to a bar with you since that. Like, that was all before the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We haven't been to a bar since. We've only been going to the movies. Yeah, because there were too many adventures where I was like, Mm-mm. Yeah, he won't go to bars with me because, quote unquote, weird stuff keeps happening. Well, weird stuff happens either way. There were bullets at a movie theater. Yeah, yeah, see? That was true. But you know what? Nobody was on drugs. <laughs> so maybe the guy that brought the bullets to the movie theater, maybe he was. <laughs> But yeah, he was calm. He watched the movie, a very romantic movie about two guys in love, and he didn't shoot up anybody. But he had a long, hard look in a mirror later that night. That's the story I tell. So I'll, I'll tell you something funny about a movie real quick, and this is pretty recent. Um, I was going to see that Thanksgiving movie. 
Yeah, yeah. The oh yeah, the so you know how on Alamo, like you can look on the app and it'll show you like where you can sit. Mm-hmm. So I like to sit in the in the back. That's just how I am. But uh, the row before that, there was three seats taken, and then behind that was one seat taken between the three people. And I was like, I'm not going to that movie theater because it's about to fuck those people up. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You see three people here and you sit dead center of those three? Behind, right behind them. Oh, no. He's a hair like, sniffer. I got a screenshot of it, too. I'm going to show you all oh this. Oh, my God. No. I, and that's the reason why I decided not to go see that movie. This person is a psychopath. And then you can just circle. That makes sense to me. Because every time I look at an app and I see the movie, I, I won't sit on the end. I'll take one seat in from the end because nobody's going to split that. And nobody's going to sit next to me. They'll put a seat between me, but I already got two seats between me. And so that, yeah, I get that. I, I look at the app and be picking like that. But see, I feel more justified in how I pick because you did the same thing. You looked at the seating arrangement and went, nope. nope. Especially on horror movies. Ooh, horror movies, I'd be picking my seats carefully. I had Motive. Great, Motive. Right? Yeah. I do it every time. I, I'll look and say, okay, where's everybody? If it's packed, I literally, I remember one time I took bottom row right next to the wheelchair. So, like, if something popped off, I was really right there at the bottom of the stairs. Now, if they came in, I'm also the first one they going to get. Is this why you didn't go to see Beauty and the Beast with me? No, there was something else that came up for that. I remember that. I clearly <laughs> remember you wanted to go see Beauty and the Beast, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I think I took a gig or something and left town. I, I no, skipped. you had to work. You were supposed to take the day off of work. And That's what it was. I, knew I did something to basically I did. So I had to watch Beauty and the Beast by myself. You chose to watch that by yourself. You didn't I have to. I had already purchased his ticket. We had planned this oh, yeah, nine no, months in advance. And I'm bad. not exaggerating. <laughs> nine full months she in advance. She caught the date. She bought the tickets early. And I was just like, no, nah, dog, I can't go. I got to take this. I did work. But I forgot what I did. I remember I stood you up and I was like, hey, I'm doing this yeah. instead. And you were. Because right after that, Roderick is a punk, uh, is a punk ass bitch was trending on uh, Twitter. Because I was kind of drunk and uh, started hashtagging everything. Everything. Punk ass bitch. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that happened. Well, I guess you owe her a, a movie date then. I don't know if it'll ever happen. Would you go to a bar with her again? No. No? I don't think I literally have limited my bars with white women because of how much weird stuff happens every time I go with Bonnie. <laughs> It was the the list got smaller and smaller, yeah. Because every time I went with you, it was drama. We I remember we did the ones in Amarillo, and I got spanked on stage by the mm-hmm. burlesque girls. Yep. And I said, I don't like this. It just kept going every time. I was like, anytime Bonnie's in this bar and I'm here, weirdness will ensue for the next couple hours. So I just quit going. That's actually how we met. Is I spanked him during a burlesque show. No, Janie. No, not Janie. What was that girl's name? Joe. She had to paddle because she wanted to make sure she gave that lick out. But you were right there on stage looking at me. I had to look at you while I got my ass paddled. And I was just like, I don't like this lady. <laughs> so before we uh, before we wrap this up here, I'm just going to ask, do you have anything bar or club related you would like to speak on? Maybe even in a educational point of view? Um... 
And you've been doing this for 21 years. I will years, say this, so. man. Dudes, um, don't give your boys the table drink. Like, I've seen that happen lately. Two of my boys have been, one, two, no, three of my boys have been roofied. Because somebody, you know, you'll, there'll be drinks on the table, and then he'll be like, one of your buddies is like, hey, man, you want a free drink? And he gave it to one of my boys and drugged him. This is like, dudes are getting roofied like really often lately. Yeah, no. Y'all need to be careful. Yeah, three of my boys have been roofied. And they were, they all were comedians too. And they've all made jokes about it. But I was just sitting here thinking about, you know, if that had happened to one guy, okay. But that's happened to three. Was it the same person handing them the drink every time? No, each time mm-hmm. a different person. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, no, dog, I'm out. But I will say this, if y'all want to see me in a bar, I'm, I usually do hang out at the Creek in the Cave okay. over on 7th. Okay. Man, I'll be out on the patio kicking it some just on Wednesdays and Tuesdays. Like some of the biggest names in comedy will just be hanging out on the patio chilling. Nice. So yeah, if y'all, you will catch me in there. And Bonnie never goes there. She gave up on comedy. I did not give <laughs> up on comedy. <laughs> I ain't never seen she'll, it. She'll, she'll be back. She will be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> enough, enough, be, enough people are going to hassle her. She'll be back. You have no idea. Josh Castro just came on the show and gave me shit for like 15 minutes. Did he? Yes. I wonder why. He used to be at the show. He booked her. Lando worked with you. Everybody's worked with me. Yeah. So <laughs> don't give your friends random drinks. That's just common sense. Yeah. But I feel like it should be. But it should be. It should be, but yeah, now that's, like, it's happened so much lately, I'm just like, no, nah, bro. And, but I, I'm also old school, so if it's, like, if I get a drink, it stays in my hand. Yeah, absolutely. I don't let it go, I don't put it down, and if I go to the restroom, that drink's done. I'm not coming back to it, yep. throw it away. Yep. I take the drink into the bathroom with me, I'm I've, a heathen. I finish it and then go to the bathroom. I have done that, but I will not, I'm not leaving any open, if I leave an open container, and that, I'm done, I'm not coming back to that drink. Yeah. So that's, I guess this new school of dudes didn't know that. <laughs> well, hopefully they hear this and they also learn their lesson. Yeah. So a lot of bad things can happen. Right. Very much so. The moral of the story, push bitches aside when you hear gunshots and don't drink the table drink. Don't go to the movies with Bonnie. I'm going to throw that one in there too. Don't go to the movies with Bonnie. <laughs> or you will be wanting that table drink. That's the moral of the story. Well, it has been wonderful having you here. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me. I enjoyed it. Bonnie, got anything else? Nope. Cheers. I love you. See y'all next time. Cheers.